0: This is another episode of Rock Bottom to Recovery, episode 34. Our guest today is Cindy Pagnato and Bobby Ellard, um, and they're here to talk about um, um, being a mom and um, dealing with addiction. Bobby's going to talk about addiction, how we got started, um, and so let's just jump right in. So um, let's start with you, Bobby. All right. Uh, so obviously I was, uh, as the pictures are scrolling through, you'll see that Bobby's a uh, baseball player, a pretty good baseball player. Mm-hmm. I was all right, yeah. Yeah, was he, mom, was yes. he a good baseball player? He was, he was an excellent still he, is. Yeah. I was looking at the pictures, I could kind of tell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said it was that, there's one picture that I'll scroll through and it's like, you know, like your form and everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were whacking the ball, I don't know, but it, it looked good, and so talk about that. When that well, first of all, let's, um, so addiction. How did you get started?
1: Um, just like any ordinary kid in high school, just it was kind of like after prom, like the thing to do, I guess. You know, uh, I mean, it wasn't that severe in high school, but. Um, just Were you like, drinking? Yeah, just at like so 20. you started with stuff. drinking? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. And uh, and, when, and so what age? Uh, Would you say? I don't know, 16, 17. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And. Um, so just started drinking and then what happened
1: um yeah just nothing really i mean life went on it wasn't really a problem right or anything and then like uh i ended up going to college and like before that i was probably like i would like drive to parties and drive home yeah. you know like uh you were drinking yeah yeah and like i don't know kind of thought i was a good uh, drunk driver, you know, <laughs> Don't something we all? to be proud of. You know?
0: <laughs> so, um, and, uh, so you weren't a good drunk driver?
1: No. Well, I mean, <laughs> not yeah, at all. no, not at all. <laughs> so did you ever crash? Um, not when I was drunk. No. Never. When so you drunk. crashed
0: when you were sober,
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. but not when you
0: were drunk. Yeah. Exactly <laughs> right. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I was just talking to a friend of mine. Uh, he grew up in Southie. And we, he was just like, we drove by a couple of places. He's like, oh, I used to drink in that bar and drive home. And I'm like, how do you drive home drinking, mm-hmm. like in Southie? Because the streets are so thin oh, yeah. and they're both yeah. lined with yeah. cars. I would just <laughs> think that, you know, it would just be um Episode uh, of bumper cars? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> all the way home. And then they just track you to where right. <laughs> you were going. So. But, um, so you went out to college and yep. uh, did you get into college uh, b- through baseball?
1: Uh, yes, Yeah. <laughs> Primarily. Uh before after I graduated high school I attended the IMG Academy in Florida. Okay. To get my S A T scores up. Yep. And then I went to Franklin Pierce and I got cut and then I went to Fisher to play. And uh then I ended up at LaSalle College.
0: And so you ended up at LaSalle College. You were playing baseball there? Yes. And how was that going? Were you were you good with um school?
1: Yeah.
0: And do were drinking on the weekends? Yeah,
1: like uh Occasionally on like a Thursday or usually on Thursday night unless I had something like Important the next day or baseball or something like that. So
0: Thursday nights are still hopping, huh?
1: Yes. Yeah, they were Mm -hmm. No,
0: I'm I'm old. I don't do much anymore Um, And so did it in at what point did you realize it was beginning to become a problem for you?
1: Um I'm not really sure Uh, I guess like my I mean I think I always kind of knew it was a problem but never wanted to admit it uh just being stubborn and like stuck in the disease or whatever um but uh maybe like after my like second DUI like I really like was kind of shocked by it yeah because I tried I I quit drinking on my own for eight months Yep. And then I started up again after those eight months. So what what was the uh, reason for starting up?
0: I'm always curious when people, uh, you know, so I actually had eight months myself and yeah. then I started drinking again. But I'm always, so I'm always curious when people relapse. Anything in particular, what happened? we um, a party or we hanging out with some people? or?
1: Yeah, kind of like I was in a, like a relationship that wasn't really that well off, I would say. And I didn't, I wasn't really attending uh, and that relationship ended, obviously. And then I wasn't—I was doing it on my own. I wasn't yeah. in AA or anything like that. Yep. So like I was battling this battle by myself, which is yep. pretty much impossible. Yeah. yeah. I pretty mean, unless—and I was just a dry drunk too. Yeah. So.
0: So uh, you were in a bad relationship. It broke. It ended. So yeah. It wasn't healthy. Yeah. It was all turmoil and everything. Yeah. You kind of went back to the drink. Yes. And what happened? So how long after you um, you relapsed, uh, you started drinking again,
1: what happened after that? Um, Probably, uh, I just, uh, I started drinking again or whatever for the next, I don't know, two, three, four years maybe.
2: Oh, how long have you and Kaelin been together?
1: Like two years.
2: Right, so it was about yeah. three years since that time. Yeah.
1: And then, um, yeah, and then, this past, this past fall, um, I injured myself or got injured at work and was on like workers comp and pretty much, I mean, I was just had so much free time and I was getting paid to sit around. So I kinda started drinking a little more um, than I usually did. Like I usually would just do like on the weekends and then I was like, well, I kind of justified it, you know, yeah. because hey, I'm getting paid and doing nothing. So, like, I had Life more time on my hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I'm then on, uh, I'm chilling. Yeah. I'm getting
0: exa- paid. Have yeah. some drinks. Yeah, you know? and
1: like have uh, <laughs> the time pass and everything <laughs> yeah. like that.
0: That's a long time, though, from like three years? Yeah. That you say you were drinking? Yeah. Wow. Would anything happen in those three years?
1: Um, that kind of. Nothing up until like after I got injured. My uh, my father passed away. Oh, okay. Uh, in February, so. And, and how
0: did that? How did that affect you? Like.
1: Um. Well, like I found out uh, in December, um, and I only knew for. Actually, no. I didn't find out in December. When did I find out?
2: Shortly after he had that surgery, which was September. Yeah. So October, you learned that he was ill. Yeah. Oh, more I, ill than you thought he was. Yeah,
1: and then I learned that he was terminal, terminal like yeah. probably a month before he passed away.
2: It was January.
1: Yeah.
0: And so so your father passed. Mhm. And what what happened
1: like uh, uh it just I kind of just was like uh kind of like uh covering up my feelings and yeah. uh, emotions with with the bottle, you know, so or you, did just you, beer or whatever.
0: You, did you decide to I gotta quit
1: um no actually my mom was always thought I had a problem and I never wanted to admit it and she eventually gave me an ultimatum either to find another place to live or or uh, or go to uh, Granite Mountain behavioral okay. Healthcare or mm-hmm. recover strong
0: yeah um, so since you Mum brought in mum, and mm-hmm. uh, so did you know um, all along that he'd been drinking. So when he was like sixteen or whatever, was that? Um,
2: uh, I would say that I probably Ronald knew his he had a problem in college. Yeah. In high school, it wasn't as apparent to me, but I was dealing with other things at that time. Right.
0: So, so, um, so like high school, you really mm. you work you you, you you're, you're mindset was uh, occupied somewhere else. Right. And so, and you didn't see anything that would have caused for concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and where, when in college, when did you realize?
2: I would say it's, when I first realized was probably when he went to Fisher, which was sophomore year?
1: Uh, no, like, well, Middle, I, w- I would have been a sophomore. Mid freshman year. Yeah, mid freshman mm-hmm. year.
2: So, 2009. Yes.
1: When did you have your first DUI? Uh, uh no, 2012, 2013.
2: Probably, yeah. yeah
0: now, like did that. you know he had a DUI?
2: I found out after the fact, yes. Yeah,
0: how long after? Not long. Yeah.
2: <clears throat> Not long.
0: Did he tell you or? Did he did. He, yeah. He did. So how'd you feel about that?
2: <sighs> Disappointed. Yeah. Um, sad for him. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, it was sort of. It was sort of the confirmation that the disease was real in him. Right.
0: It was becoming. It was. It was. It was uh, Mm -hmm. surfacing even more. You know. It was kind of a yeah. That confirmation. And so, um, what did you do after the DUI?
2: Well, we we hired a lawyer. I helped him with the legal bills. Yeah. He got through it and was uh, continued without a finding. How was
0: the relationship between you two? Was it tough?
2: At that time? Yeah. Yes.
0: yes. you don't want to listen to mom. Right. Yeah. yeah. Nobody right. does. Right. <laughs> and I, c- so. I
2: could see things that he obviously couldn't see. Right. Um, so, yes, it was difficult. It was strained.
0: What did you think Bobby when She was, t- you obviously giving him advice. You're talking to mm-hmm. him and everything. Probably uh, screaming at him, but.
1: I just didn't want to <laughs> accept it. Um, I just wasn't listening because I was like, hey, I'm still in college. Like, what am I going to do? I don't want to. I guess, I don't know, be that guy, you know, in college or whatever. And
0: you were still doing well, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's probably just a natural thing, like, ma, you don't even know what you're talking about? Yeah. I'm good. I'm doing, I'm still in college. I'm still doing, you know, well overall. And yeah. And so, and that makes sense. Um, so when did, um, you, so you gave him the ultimatum?
2: Not at that time.
0: No. So what happened in between there? Is it like, you know, he's still in college, mm-hmm. and still doing drinking and everything. Right. How do you deal with that? You well, really can't. You just kind of have to go along with it, right?
2: Right. You kind of yeah. have to let what's going to happen happen. But I think there was a long period of time when he did not, either because his license was suspended, or other reasons that he did not have access to a vehicle. And right. to me, that was... Was a good thing. Right. So I probably worried less than if he had been driving. Right. And if he had been driving, I would like to think that it would have stepped in sooner.
0: Right. Well, I mean, you know, eventually um, you come to, um, you
1: gave him an ultimatum. Mm
0: -hmm. And so how did you feel about the ultimatum?
1: Um, Kind of. betrayed I guess yeah. I don't know like I was kind of like angry and just didn't understand yeah you know? yeah and that's yeah. common yeah. I mean
0: we hear that a lot like, like how could uh, you
1: check right. me out yeah, parents um,
0: sectioning mm-hmm. their children and they you know how can you do this to me you don't know and and so um, so your father passed mm-hmm. and did you drink it get worse Yes. Yeah, oh, and
1: I started pretty much drinking, probably every day. Yeah.
0: yeah. and so you gave me the ultimatum, how did you end up getting to the um, Granite Mountain Behavioral Health?
1: Uh, my mom found out through uh, I don't know how you found out, but
2: um, a therapist in the area recommended the program. I called Scott and Melissa. Yep. Um, I spoke with Rob Campbell. Yeah. Both of them were they were phenomenal.
0: I don't know Rob, but I do know Scott. <coughs> Scott's been on the Rock Bottom to Recovery podcast. He actually came on, and we were talking about gambling addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very insightful, um, especially now with casinos popping up everywhere. Right. Uh, Kino, the lottery, yeah. you know. Right. You um, yeah. So, so you connected him with Scott, and S- Scott got you uh, up and rolling. And Bruce, mm-hmm. was it? What's that, Campbell? Rob. Rob. Rob, Rob Campbell. Rob. Okay.
2: Uh, Rob happened to be coming this way at the time that I gave him the ultimatum, so we all met for dinner. And they said, we have one spot and three people who want it.
0: What are you going to do? Bobby, Bob, were you at the, the dinner, yeah. too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you think of the guys? Uh, I I, mean,
1: I thought they were good guys and yeah. everything. Yeah, they were really nice and, like, obviously there to help. Yep. You know, I, I, like, I knew that, but <laughs> didn't want to accept it. it yeah yeah,
0: yeah Exactly. Um, but you went yes so um so
1: where did you go uh i went to prescott valley arizona arizona okay
0: and they have their um uh, they it's a is that the main place? yes
1: okay from what i believe yeah so, I, I think or maybe the only place how was
0: that You uh, fly
1: in what do they do yeah well i flew into tucson and that's about I don't know four hours away from yeah. Prescott Valley and I flew in with Rob Campbell and I got in a car with a guy I've never met who yeah. graduated from there and a great guy and everything um, drove up there four hours like woke up the next morning got there probably at like I don't know two or three in the morning and then we had recovered strong uh, that Friday and I just wanted to jump right into it. Um, I, like, I remember saying to Rob on the plane, uh, that, Hey, like say this doesn't work. Like I don't get sober. At least I can like get my life kind of more in order. You know, I can start like, I don't know, be better at time management and whatever. You
0: know? So you, you already b- before you were already um, thinking of getting something positive out of the program before you even got there. Yeah. yeah. and it has to be scary, right? Like oh, driving yeah. in with people you don't know. Yeah. In the middle of the night, it's, you just reminded me it was like boot camp. Yeah. They fly you in at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you don't know anybody. But I suspect Granite Mountain was probably a little bit more uh, welcoming than the drill instructors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, so you get there. So uh, now recover strong is that a, a program from granite mountain uh is it, yes it's part of granite mountain but is it uh, like so you're going into recover strong so is that yeah. um how does that work like tell us about that a little bit
1: uh, it's uh recover strong is crossfit you know yeah uh, it was started by the <clears throat> owner of or one of the owners of granite mountain jason turner mm-hmm. um and Pretty much we do CrossFit training, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then uh, it, like, I don't know how it like works, really. like, it, Take, like Well, do this. So what was yeah. your day?
0: So you uh, day, so, all right, so Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you yep. exercise. Yeah. But say, let's say, um, so hi, tell us how Monday went with uh, the exercise.
1: So you wake up, what do yeah. you do? Yeah. Uh, Monday, uh, we get there at... Uh, like six forty-five or so yep and then um or maybe yeah we get there at six forty-five. yeah and we start recover strong like everybody and uh our side or the addiction and alcohol side uh we go there start workout a workout at seven get done at like eight thirty or so yep and then we have um groups from I don't know, like ten to or like nine nine thirty to yeah. like noon or so. Is
0: it a um, is it a mix of men and women? Uh, yes. No? Yeah. Okay, so it's a mix well, of men and women.
2: Well there's two houses. One yeah. houses the men, one houses the women. Yep.
0: And they they all come to the do the program. Right? Right. 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 Correct. Yeah. And so you have group, then what, eat lunch?
1: Uh yeah, we go home for lunch. Um <laughs> and then your first month you uh have to come back. Um, for another group, uh well, only on Tuesdays, you have to do that, but on Mondays, like you have your main group or whatever Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from nine thirty to like eleven thirty and then um if you're in p h p like within your first month um, you're in another group right after that, from 11:30 to 12:30.
0: So you do the CrossFit. Do they have you guys do any running? I know there's uh, uh, like um, mountains and stuff, obviously. Yeah. So what? What? Um, um,
1: do you do yeah. any
0: hiking? Anything? They have any of those? Uh, yeah, programs? we did.
1: Yeah, we did uh, like hiking on like the weekends and activities on the weekends, or we go to like AA cookouts yep. and stuff like that. And I don't, it's like the capital of. AA pretty much out there, like almost everybody you see is. So you would, uh,
0: you would meet up with other
1: people from, um, later in Arizona. Yeah. Okay. At night. That's kind of cool. Yeah. that was cool. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah. I, yeah, I really did like it. (laughs) Did it make you feel at home? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, like I, once I got there, um, I was like welcomed right away. You know, obviously like there's that period of time where you're kind of, Nervous and trying to find yeah. your spot or whatever, but that doesn't last very long, really? you know um, and I don't know after my 90 days. I kind of Almost felt the same way as leaving as I, As I did when I was leaving from here. Yeah, yeah. well because
0: you're in a safe place. Mm-hmm. Like yeah around people You know a community. Yeah of like-minded people. Yeah, um, and yeah
1: not even just that, just like the community itself. Everybody yeah. like, if I had a question, I could ask anybody like my housemates or yeah. anybody, or like even the house managers, they were they're awesome up to the owners, you know, yeah. like everybody's either or is in recovery, you know, it's all nice, the staff and everybody.
0: It's nice to be in a place where there's no judgment. Huh, yeah. Roman? Yeah. So now um, you're nervous. You're coming back. Mm-hmm. Would you, are, you, are you nervous about coming back into, like I always, th- I say the real world. I don't know if that's necessarily mm-hmm. the right term, but, but you're coming back into an environment. Yeah. And you're kind of leaving that safe zone and stuff. So were you a little nervous about that?
1: Uh, yeah, I definitely was. Yeah. Yeah. How,
0: I, um, Cindy, how were you um, when he left? Was it a relief?
2: It was relief. Yeah. It was relief, but I did have a moment of where the heck did I just send him? Because, I mean, I had talked to Scott and Rob, and they seemed like perfectly nice men, but right. I didn't, it wasn't, I mean, they had a beautiful website. I had the recommendation of a the therapist, so I felt pretty safe, but there's always that moment of right. where is he going? Uh oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, you know? when did you, uh, at yeah, what point, how long after mm-hmm. he left were you like, all right, I'm, I know he's good, he's in a good place? Did you uh, talk to them? Um, I talked
2: you, to them probably within a week, and that's when I was 100% sure. Yeah. But I felt pretty good within a few days.
0: And you, did you have um, communication with the facility? Yes. Yeah. They were, and they kept you updated? Yes. So you're were, very happy with
2: Granite mm-hmm. Mountain. Oh, my goodness, yeah. And, yeah. And, and the aftercare as well. Right. They continue to provide support.
0: So they put a program, an aftercare program, Mm -hmm. together for you Mm -hmm. when you were coming back, which is important. That's that's where we we really, when when you came in, we were talking about self care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And so, uh, what was the uh, 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 the program?
1: Uh, The aftercare program. Yeah. Um, So, as like so, once a week, like you meet with, uh, you do a one on one with uh, your therapist, and I I had Andrew Wilkinson, great guy. great therapist, everything. Um, So, like, um, we literally set up an aftercare plan of, like, a relapse plan, um, like, where I'm going to go to meetings on each day, pretty much, uh, do the 90 meetings in 90 days, like, even though I was just in treatment for three months you still are doing that Mm -hmm. afterwards um you get feedback from your uh your group your or all the clients who were there about like hey what what if this happens in my mind like or whatever and just pretty much all giving advice and then also um like ways to deal with like um temptations, yep. or uh, triggers, and stuff like that, um, and ways to, or things to do um, other than resorting to the bottle or the drink.
0: Do you have a, um, so you, you are attending AA? Yes. Do you have yourself a sponsor?
1: Uh, I do not, no. as of right now, but I'm I'm getting, getting one soon. Yeah, you're working on it. Yes. Right. <laughs> I get you. Yeah. Hey, listen, you know, it's,
0: um. You know, as long as you're moving in the right direction, right? Yeah. I think your sponsor is great just because, you know, you can pick up at any time, Mm -hmm. give them a call. Especially triggers and stuff like that. Those things, um, temptations, those things all usually tend to come. uh, My own experience is when I begin to get stressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, when life isn't going my way. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, yeah, so that's good. So um, you have... Four months
1: yeah almost almost five
0: yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. so that's uh, that's excellent yeah that's excellent um, so you yeah you, you are you creating a new routine like
1: uh, yeah definitely um, <coughs> I and I mean I'm pretty much going back to or getting back into the things I actually loved really loved doing which is also another thing that they the teach you yeah encourage you out there what do you love to do uh, like Play baseball, coach baseball, go to the gym. Yeah, you know, just like work. I yeah. like working. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know. uh, what do you do for work?
1: Uh, commercial roofer.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. It's a hard gig.
2: Currently, nothing because it's, yeah, it's yeah, still By in recovery. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's but. a. Um, Trying to figure it all out.
0: Yeah, it know? it all it all it all works out, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like one door will close, another door will open. Mm-hmm. You just have to be, you know, maintain that sobriety. Um, higher power?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you uh, have one? Or um, do you
0: have a connection? Has anything clicked for you?
1: Yeah, like, um, <coughs> I kind of, it was hard for me to kind of grasp onto it. Yeah. Like, I always, I know there's something up there, but I don't, I don't know what it is. So I pretty much just, um, at first, like, my sponsor out there was like hey i don't didn't really know how to do it and stuff like that but um he was like the people in the rooms were my higher power yep. so i kind of um went to uh leaned towards that yep. as my higher power and it's it's been working so
0: yeah are you doing are you working on the steps too
1: uh the- i've actually went through all the steps already yeah. with uh with my sponsor out there but Excellent. I mean I'm definitely probably going to go through them again too eventually.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, you got to you got to make a year you know, kind of right? thing. Uh, yeah. so um but um Mom, do you have anything you want to share before we wrap this up?
2: Uh, I don't know. Um, no. if you have somebody who's struggling? Yeah. Get them help.
0: Did you, 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 it must have been hard to um to put the ultimatum on them, mm-hmm.
2: right? Well, it's a, that's a family history. Yeah so i was seeing history repeat itself right which is why it was much more familiar right Um, and yes it is hard to put the ultimatum because you never know how it's going to you never know what the response is going to be right the response could just have easily been i'm moving out right and And
0: then yeah and you don't know the you never know the end result and i think mm -hmm. that's hard um
2: i think as a parent it's I should, well, as a parent, I think it's probably harder than any other relationship yeah. I mean if it's a spouse, I don't think it's as hard as if, if it's your child
0: well, that's your baby mm-hmm. as you know as we were waiting to get right, this off, I my mother it. called me <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so
2: and the first picture that came up was um, one Easter when he was
0: oh in the in pretty yeah. the base, yeah. Darn cute. baseball yeah, yeah. yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so but, you were pretty darn cute, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, so it is tough as a parent, but mm-hmm. you know, um, is the re obviously the relationship is good. Um, mm. You know, it
2: was before too. Yeah, um, it became strained with the drinking.
0: It did, but you know, uh, but I'm sure that the, because the relationship was good, mm-hmm. it, that must have played a part too, right, Bobby, in yeah. your
1: recovery. Oh yeah, definitely. Like I. You know yeah. your mom's
0: got yeah, mm-hmm. your yeah. best interests at heart. So. Yeah, I was yeah. definitely
1: tired of letting people down, yeah. you know, especially her and my good friends and yeah. girlfriend or yeah. fa- family members, everybody. Yeah, Well yeah. more
0: importantly yourself. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know? right.
2: and people um, started to disappear from his life, and right. I could see that, you know, his his true friends and yeah the good relationships started to leave
0: and that's good it's it, it's um how old do you know uh 28 28 so that's kind of good cuz sometimes you know like the um the the emotions and the letdowns mm-hmm. and the guilt and the shame which we talk a lot about um on the podcast just feeds and fuels the addiction mm-hmm. oh, yeah. you know and so you are fortunate that at 28 you know mm-hmm. you have um you have this amount of sobriety you already you've already done it 8 months yeah. Uh, but now, you know, with the, the backing of um, a program and aftercare, you know, yeah. you you can have a great
1: life, yeah. you know. And like through AA, I kind of like realized that you can have a life outside of it, yeah. you know, within those eight months, like I felt like I had no life, you know, because my life was, my social life was surrounded by going out, like, drinking. yeah, exactly, yeah. you know, like, so I felt like I was giving up my social life. Yeah. And that was probably, like, the biggest reason why I probably went back into it.
0: Well, you know, the fact that you, you like to work out and you do all these things, I mean, that's it, I do all those things, too. I have 31 years of sobriety. Mm-hmm. My uncle was here. He has 40-something years of sobriety. And I, 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 my life is great. Mm -hmm. I love it. I just, I love life. I don't need any booze. I don't need anything. I want to, I want to remember everything, you know, which is just fantastic. I still have issues and, you know, life is life and Mm -hmm. it's hard sometimes, but those are the times that you have to really dig down deep, Mm -hmm. reach out to people, you know, never stop reaching out to people, never stop talking to your mom and, you know, and, uh, so um I, with that i guess we'll wrap this up and uh, i i thank you guys for coming on and yeah. telling thank you. your story thank and you. i'm i'm so happy for you bobby that everything's going well i'm so happy for yes. you mom thank you. you know because yes. uh, it, it's got to be just a joy to see them and it is. you know and continue working on yourself bobby like like i was yeah. saying don't stop mm-hmm. you know because life's going to be tough and uh, just you know uh jump right into your recovery mm-hmm. and work on it in self-care 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 is mm-hmm. very very important so with that, uh, we'll say goodbye. Uh, thank you for watching our podcast. If you're listening, uh, we are on iTunes and PodBeans. We, this is the 34th episode, so we have a lot of great um, guests uh, uh, in the other episodes, so go and check those out. Um, as you know, I belong to the Hobart Coalition. We meet the first Tuesday of every month at the Town Hall in Holbrook at 7 p.m. It's a great place to meet people and tap into some resources. You can go to our Facebook page. You can go to the Rock Bottom to Recovery Facebook page. Um, you can message me if you have any questions. Um, and that's it. Tell us if you liked the show and uh, if you didn't like the show or you know what we could do better. Uh, with that, uh, stay safe, stay clean, stay sober, self-care. Take care. Bye-bye.